Be guided by God's view of alcohol. In the picture, we see three brothers eating at a restaurant. One of the brothers has a non alcoholic beverage, while the other two have alcoholic beverages. A waitress takes drink orders. The brother with the non alcoholic beverage politely declines, while a brother drinking an alcoholic beverage orders another. You no doubt treasure Jehovah's varied gifts, including your free will to decide how you might enjoy these gifts. Interestingly, the Bible identifies wine as a gift from God, even saying, Bread is made for laughter, and wine makes life enjoyable. Ecclesiastes 10:19. You have likely seen, though, that some people have developed problems with alcohol. Furthermore, there are differing opinions and standards around the globe and among cultures. What then is the wise course for Christians? No matter where we live or in what culture we were raised, allowing God's view to guide our thinking and decisions will definitely benefit us and lead to our lasting good. As you have probably noticed, many people in the world drink often and heavily. Some may use alcohol because of the relaxed feeling that it can offer. Others drink to cope with problems. And in some places, drinking large amounts of alcohol is viewed as sophisticated or manly. Christians, though, have wise guidance from their loving Creator. For example, He has alerted us to the sad consequences of overdrinking. We may have read at Proverbs 23 29 through 35 the graphic description of a drunk person and some of the resulting problems. The footnote reads The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports that short term risks of excessive alcohol consumption include homicide, suicide, sexual assault, intimate partner violence, risky sexual behavior, and miscarriage. End of footnote. Daniel, a Christian elder in Europe, recalls what his life was like before he became a true Christian. Excessive drinking led to poor decisions and to painful experiences that have left me emotionally scarred. How can Christians exercise free will and avoid the problems that excessive alcohol can cause? The key is to allow God's view to guide our thinking and actions. Let us take a look at what the Bible says about alcohol and the motives some have for drinking. The Bible's Standards God's Word does not condemn the moderate use of alcoholic beverages. In fact, the Bible acknowledges that drinking wine can be an enjoyable experience. We read, Eat your food with rejoicing, and drink your wine with a cheerful heart. Ecclesiastes 9 7. Jesus drank wine on occasion, and so did other faithful servants of Jehovah. However, God's Word draws a clear distinction between drinking some alcohol and getting drunk. It plainly states, Do not get drunk with wine. Ephesians 5 18. And it even indicates that drunkards will not inherit God's kingdom. 1 Corinthians 6 10. Yes, Jehovah strongly condemns over drinking and drunkenness. 
Rather than simply follow a course molded by our culture, we appreciate having God's view. Some feel that they can drink large amounts of alcohol without getting drunk. That, however, is very dangerous. The scriptures make clear that being enslaved to a lot of wine can lead a man or a woman astray morally and spiritually. Titus 2, 3 Jesus even cautioned that heavy drinking could prevent someone from entering into God's new world. What then can help a Christian to avoid the pitfalls that are easily linked to drinking alcohol? Check your motives and habits. It is dangerous for someone to allow the culture in which he grew up to determine his view of drinking. Christians wisely do what pleases Jehovah when it concerns such matters as food and drink. The Bible reminds us, whether you are eating or drinking or doing anything else, do all things for God's glory. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Here are some questions and Bible principles to consider. Do I drink alcohol so that I can fit in with others? Exodus 23.2 says, You must not follow after the crowd. Jehovah was here warning the Israelites against following after people who were not pleasing to him. That admonition is also valid for Christians today. If we allow peers to mold our thinking and decisions regarding alcohol, we could end up distancing ourselves from Jehovah and his standards. Do I drink alcohol to show how strong I am? In some cultures, drinking alcohol often and heavily is common and accepted. But note the insight reflected at 1 Corinthians 16.13. Stay awake. Stand firm in the faith. Carry on in a manly way. Grow mighty. Can alcohol really help a person to grow mighty? Quite the opposite. Alcohol can easily numb the senses and impair a person's thinking and actions. Consequently, instead of being a sign of strength, Drinking large amounts of alcohol shows weakness. Isaiah 28.7 describes the one who goes astray because of alcohol as staggering and stumbling. True strength comes from Jehovah and involves staying awake and standing firm in the faith. A sincere Christian can do this by remaining alert and by acting decisively to protect himself from spiritual harm. Jesus showed such strength when he was on earth, and many respected him as a true man of fortitude and courage. Do I use alcohol as a way to escape my problems? A psalmist was inspired to write, When anxieties overwhelmed me, you, Jehovah, comforted and soothed me. Psalm 94.19 If troubles weigh you down, Look to Jehovah for relief, not to alcohol. An effective means to do so is by praying more often to Jehovah. Also, many have found that seeking practical advice from a mature friend in the congregation is beneficial. Actually, drinking alcohol to cope with difficulties can undermine a person's moral defenses and weaken his resolve to do what is right. Daniel, mentioned earlier, admitted, I struggled with anxiety and feelings of guilt. I drank to deal with the situation, 
but problems mounted and I lost friendships and self-respect. What finally helped Daniel? I realized that I needed Jehovah by my side, not alcohol. I was at last able to cope with my problems and overcome them, he acknowledged. The fact is that Jehovah is always there to provide relief, even if our situation seems hopeless. The picture shows a sister at home reflecting while looking at a bottle of alcohol near her. If you at times drink alcohol, why not analyze your drinking in the light of these questions? Has a family member or a dear friend expressed concern about my drinking habits? If so, this could be an indication that you are developing a habit or a problem that you are not aware of. Am I drinking more than I used to? That may be the situation with someone who, though not addicted to alcohol, could be heading in that direction. Do I find it hard to go without alcohol for a few days or longer? If so, then drinking may have become an ingrained habit or an addiction. It may mean that professional help will be needed to overcome the problem. Given the potential for dangers or problems linked to drinking, some Christians have chosen to avoid drinking any alcohol. Others may choose not to drink because they simply do not like the taste. If one of your associates makes such a choice, you can show kindness by respecting his decision without criticizing him. Or you may have seen the wisdom in setting some personal limits. A Christian might put a limit on how much he will drink, or he may set a personal rule about how often he will drink, perhaps once a week or moderately during meals. Others have put boundaries on the kind of alcohol they will consume, such as drinking wine or beer in moderation, but no hard liquor, not even in mixed drinks. Once a person has clearly set his limits on drinking, it will be easier for him to stick to them. And there is no need for a mature Christian to be embarrassed if he has made such a choice and resolutely holds to it. Consideration for others is another factor to keep in mind. Romans 14.21 states, It is best not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything over which your brother stumbles. How can you apply this counsel? Show brotherly love. If you feel that having an alcoholic drink might offend someone, would love not move you to forego your rights? You thus show concern and respect for the feelings of others, seeking their advantage, not your own. Furthermore, the government may have laws that should guide a Christian's decision. Those laws may set the minimum age for drinking alcohol or establish a prohibition against drinking and driving or operating certain machines. Jehovah has dignified us with freedom to enjoy the many gifts He has given us. That includes the gift of exercising free will when choosing what we will eat and what we will drink. May our choices show that we treasure this freedom by using it to please our Heavenly Father. The following is supplementary information. Choices that others make Not all Christians make the same choices. Some may decide to drink alcoholic beverages in moderation when that seems appropriate. Others choose to abstain from alcohol. And as noted, 
Many set some personal limits. Individuals are not obliged to explain or justify their choice. On the other hand, we should not impose our choices on others, nor should we condemn those whose decisions differ from ours if Bible principles are not violated. Let us bear in mind that true Christians endeavor to promote peace and unity. End of article.